Welcome to D, where we invite you to take the plunge and dive deeper into a daily encounter with God's living word. Journey with a collection of personal reflections of other souls as we all draw nearer and deeper to God's heart. Good day, my dear brothers and sisters. Welcome to Soul Sunday. My name is Justin Torres from Melbourne, Australia. Today is the second Sunday of Advent. Let us reflect on God's Word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. The crowds asked John the Baptist, What should we do? He said to them in reply, Whoever has two cloaks should share with the person who has none, and whoever has food should do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they said to him, Teacher, what should we do? He answered them, Stop collecting more than what is prescribed. Soldiers asked him, And what is it that we should do? He told them, Do not practice extortion. Do not falsely accuse anyone and be satisfied with your wages. Now the people were filled with expectation and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his his hands to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, but the shaft he will burn with unquenchable fire. Exhorting them in many other ways, he preached good news to the people. The Gospel of the Lord Not many know this, But in the church's calendar, the birth of John the Baptist and Jesus is almost six months apart. We celebrate the feast of uh, John the Baptist's birth on the 23rd of June. And of course, we celebrate Jesus' birth on the 25th of December, six months apart. And the key event here is an astronomical event called the solstice. John's birth is celebrated around the summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, which is the longest day of the year, and the days from here start to get shorter. On the other hand, Jesus' birth is celebrated just after the winter solstice, or the shortest day and the longest night in the Northern Hemisphere, and from Christmas the days start to get longer and the nights shorter. Now, why is this significant? Well, the gospel tells us that John came to prepare the way of the Lord. And as such, everything that John did was in preparation for the coming of the Messiah. John said, I must decrease while he, Jesus, must increase. Just as how after his birth, In the astronomical event, the days get shorter. 
John's stardom, stardom started to wind down upon the coming of Jesus, who went to him to get baptized in the River Jordan. And at the coming of the Messiah, on Christmas time, we see this beautiful illustration by nature that the days start to get longer and longer. Fascinating, isn't it? In today's Gospel, John says to his followers who are slowly becoming his fans, I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. Now, this is not a mere act of humility by John. It's nothing like the false humility we commonly hear from people or we commonly do. Like when someone praises you for doing a good job and you say, Hindi naman, maliit na bagay. It's, it's nothing. Come on, it's nothing. No. To John, this is not just an act of humility, but a profession of faith. A confession of the truth that his true purpose is truly to glorify the Lord, to prepare his way for his coming. That his being is not worth anything except to set the scene for the coming of the Son of God. That this Son of God, Jesus, will have to increase and he must decrease. True enough, John exited the scene at the right time. We learn from the Gospels that he would be beheaded by King Herod. This came at the right time when Jesus' ministry is becoming prolific. And he exited without fanfare, without due recognition, without buzz. He is mission accomplished. He even redirected his followers, pointed the follow- his followers to become disciples of Jesus. As a matter of fact, Philip was, a John, was John's follower who became part of the Twelve. John's existence tells us how we should live our existence. We are mere scene-setters for the Lord. We are preparers for Jesus' second coming and the fire that we bring to this world, no matter how bright and beautiful, will eventually get extinguished extinguished when it is time for Jesus' light to shine. I think it is befitting that many of us listening to this podcast are part of the Light of Jesus community. I am part of the Light of Jesus community. It is a great reminder that our lights are a mere reflection of Jesus' light. That ultimately, our lights must be unnoticed, and the only thing showing is that of the Lord. Sadly, people get attracted to this light, to the light of human beings, rather than Jesus. Even St. Paul had certain fans or followers, and he reminded his fans that there shouldn't be any faction among them when he is being compared to Peter, and some are creating divisions on who to follow. We all belong to Jesus, and we must be able to put our lights out when it is time for Jesus' light 
the light of Jesus to shine. There are two examples of modern-day John the Baptists that I can think of. And the first one is His Holiness, Pope Benedict XVI. In 2013, he shocked the world with his announcement that he would resign. He said that his decision was a fruit of prayer and discernment, and that the Holy Spirit guided him in making this decision, and that this is the good, for the good of the Church. And now, um, Pope Benedict is, uh, is the champion of many conservative Catholics up until now, and his resignation made some of them feel abandoned. He has gained, albeit um, unwittingly, a certain following among the faithful. But he knew that he does not shed light on his own, and that it is the light of Jesus that needs to be seen. He resigned from the papacy, leading the way for a new pope with a different set of charisms to lead the church. That person, as we know, is Pope Francis. And no doubt, Pope Benedict is a holy man of God. But as many followers of Jesus, he is aware that he is just like John the Baptist. He must decrease for Jesus to increase. The second is close to all our hearts, Brother Bo. I remember seeing his post on why he resigned as the head of the Light of Jesus community and that he will continue serving his local feast apart from, um, from, from then on. By doing this act, Brother Bo paved the way for new charisms or gifts to lead the community and also to set an example that the Light of Jesus community, the Light of Jesus is never about him, that the feast is never about him. Despite the following that he generated and the love of people of him. By resigning, he clearly raised his hand to point his finger to the only source of the being, of the existence of our community. Jesus, the sole purpose of our existence, the true reason for our service and the true cause of all our feasts. He set an example that people should not hold their positions for life and that we must promote continuity by leading the Spirit to ultimately guide our community of faith. On the contrary, Brother Bo could have easily called himself the appointed Son of God or God's last angel, but he did not. This is about Jesus and only Jesus. We are but preparers of God's way and our lights must be put out so Jesus' light may shine. I think the biggest challenge for all of us is that our immortal existence comes with an unfortunate side effect. We have a natural desire to leave a legacy in the world. And that is okay. And it is a, it is a desire that, it, that is closely linked to our being created in the image and likeness of God. Because only God remains in all things in this world. He is the only permanent while everything else is temporary. 
our desire to be remembered for the good things that we do is a reflection of how we are like God and how God wanted us to be like Him. But let us purify this desire. Let us leave our legacy not in this world, but on God's hands. Everything that we do, put them in God's hand and tell Him, Lord, I am doing this really great thing so I can put them in your hands so that you may use them as you like and as you need. And once they are in God's hands, let go. If it is a podcast that you do on a regular basis, do it with so much love and passion. But after you publish it, place it in God's hands and let go. Is it the book that you're writing? Let God use it and let go. Is it a blog or a vlog? I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. That you are producing? Once it's out there, leave the spirit to touch the hearts of those it wills. Is it raising your children as good Christians and upright citizens? Offer them to God and let go. Anything you do and accomplish, always remember that they are means to prepare the way of the Lord and extinguish your light immediately so that Jesus' light may shine. Come say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, my heart desires to make a difference in this life because I believe you called me to bring a spark of change to this world. But like many things in this life, you give us things so we can lift them back to you. When pride sinks in, always remind me that my purpose is to point people to you and not to myself. That you own the world and I am just here to prepare your way. Use me and teach me to desire to be forgotten because this world does not need me. It only needs you. I cannot save the world, but only you could. But use me as you please. Use me until you are ready to bring me back to your embrace. Amen. May the Lord be glorified forever.